0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host Nikki Gingrich and I uh, am on my final batching of my podcast. I just recorded two other podcasts and I'm going into recording number three today because I am in flow and I want to get this done. I am working to focus on that and I think it was a previous episode, this one will probably come out after the other one, that I did just record on getting into flow state and stopping Stop working for work's sake. So that's a previous episode. Go back and find it if you haven't listened to it yet. But this episode that you are listening to right now, are you ready for this, mama? Stop trying to do it all. Let me repeat that for you. Stop trying to do it all. You are a superwoman. Yes, you are a superwoman. You are amazing, but you don't need to do everything. Because when we look at everything and we try to do it, we're going to fall short somewhere. And if you're anything like me, when I look at those big long to-do lists or I look at that big project, I procrastinate. The thing about me is I am a chronic, I was a chronic procrastinator. It is something I am constantly working to improve. I finished a course recently on neuroplasticity and that's basically rewiring your brain and there was a whole section on procrastination and you're going to laugh at this because I started that section on procrastination and I believe it was four maybe upwards of six weeks before I finished That section. I procrastinated doing the procrastination section. Isn't that ironic? So, for me, when I have a big project or I see a big thing in front of me, my initial reaction is to run away. If I don't do anything, then I don't have to worry about it because it's just too overwhelming to think about, to even look at. And what I learned while taking this course, I don't have my notes in front of me, so I'm going by memory, but what I learned. From going through that course was, for me, I would always say my story was that I do my best work last minute. And that story stems from a lot from school, where I would really put in a whole lot of effort for a paper or a project, and I would get a so-so grade. I would write it the night before, and I'd knock it out of the park. So The story I told myself was, oh my gosh, I do better if I do it last minute. Now, if I look back, it probably happened maybe a handful of times when really in reality, if I would have taken the time to do the work, I likely would have done better. But the stories that I remember and the things that got stuck into my subconscious mind was you do better when you do it last minute. So why bother starting the project now? And I'm really working through that story and that limiting belief to do things and to do them sooner and earlier. And this comes back to the stop do, stop trying to do it all because for me, I would look at a big project and I would go, I'm not going to do any of it because what's the point? I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to the last minute and then I'm scrambling. So I look at a big long to-do list as a parent Or I look at my, as I look around my kitchen in my living room at our big white canvas and, you know, people coming in and my parents coming in saying, you've got a lot of space to decorate. This is a really big house and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh my God, it is. We're never going to get anything done. I could look at it that way and probably never do anything. Or I can break it down. I can cut through my limiting belief to procrastinate because I do better at the last minute. Not just a story, not a fact. That I, I can find stories. And I know that's a fact because I can find several stories where I worked ahead of time. And it worked out 10 times better in my favor. But I chose not to believe that story. I chose the other direction. Moving forward how I'm really working through my procrastination and working through my overwhelm and my attempt to do it all because I know I can't, that it's about doing one thing at a time. One small thing at a time. If I can do one thing today, then that's forward progress. I don't have to do it all. I am recording three podcasts today. This is podcast number three that I'm recording today. I could break it down and say I could have done one or here one, here, one there, one another day. But in this moment, I have this time dedicated to doing these podcasts. And I did. I put them up. I procrastinated. That's why there was no podcast uh, for two weeks. There was two weeks in August that there were no podcasts because I was putting it off and I was doing other things. And I was somewhat procrastinating, but at the same time, I was also realizing that I can only do so much. So yes, I'm going to have to let the podcast go this week, and I'm going to pick them back up and when I find that routine and really can fit them in. But I had to let that go, and I had to take small steps for other things that I was doing moving into a brand new house, organizing the house, putting things together, making sure the kids were okay, spending quality time with the kids, getting to know our neighbors. There was a lot of other things going on. I couldn't do it all. So one thing is realizing when we need to let things go. So I hadn't wrote down tips for this, but I would say if there were two things I would share, it would be that one, sometimes there are things that you just need to let go and be okay with them not being done. Whether it's the laundry, the dishes, maybe a little bit of work, you know, the kids getting their back to school stuff. My kid still has to do his schoolwork project as I record this, but we are waiting for the book to come in from Amazon, and it got delayed, of course. (sighs) The life of a working mom. It's okay if my kid does his project the week before school starts. It's okay. It's going to be a little bit more fresh in his memory anyway, so that if he needs to talk about it, he can Do I want him to get in that space of doing things last minute? No. I also didn't want him doing the project earlier in the summer because I can guarantee you it would have been lost in the move because there is some stuff that has been lost in the move and I have no idea if I'll find it. So realizing that there are things that you are going to need to let go of, that you can't do everything. And the next tip is doing one thing at a time. I could have looked at my garage filled With boxes. Like you could literally open up the garage door, and they practically went all the way up to this to the ceiling of the garage. It was, oh my gosh, just thinking about it was is it was exhausting. We are very, very close to getting a car into the garage, which is a big accomplishment, and that's what's going to make my husband feel really good. And it was looking at it going, one box. I don't have to unpack my entire house in one day. I can unpack one box. And that is forward progress. And that's what I started focusing on, one box. I can open up that box and put one thing away. I've made forward progress. And if that's all I can do for today, then that's all I'm going to get done today. And really the inspiration for this comes from a very interesting story that I'm going to share with you. A couple weeks ago, maybe a week ago, we had been in the house five days. We moved in on a Friday. And we had this, we had a rainstorm on Saturday and we found water in the basement. And then we had a giant torrential uh, rain, you know, flooding, like highways flooded, places flooded, houses flooded. It was a a disaster, like an unprecedented rainstorm. That's the word I'm looking for. An unprecedented rainstorm had come through uh, just a few days after it had done a heavy rain. So the ground was very wet. The next thing we know, there is water coming in our basement, and not just in drips and dribbles, but a waterfall coming from one of our windows in the basement. Panic ensued immediately, immediately. My husband's outside digging out trenches to divert the water away from the house. We have a window well with the window. That's where the water was coming in, and he's literally with a bucket bailing out the window well. I run outside like, "Oh my god, okay, I start bailing out the window." And then I go inside. "Oh, that's my text messages." I go inside. I usually I'm smart enough to turn that off. I go inside and I'm just watching this water come in in a waterfall and I'm completely and utterly overwhelmed just at the sight of this like, "Oh my god, what am I going to do?" I'm now standing in about an inch or two of water in our basement and I'm watching it just slowly rise up and I'm thinking, what do I do? I can't stop all of the water coming in. There's no way I'm going to stop all of the water. That is that is not going to happen. But I've got to do something. And I thought back to all of the stuff that I learned when I went through procrastination, and I leaned in on one thing at a time. I grabbed some buckets, I grabbed some cups, I grabbed some things to start putting water into. And I I would repeat it to myself. It was a little, because I couldn't get a big bucket because it wasn't enough water to really fill up a big bucket. That wasn't doing anything. So I got a small plastic cup, a big giant orange Home Depot bucket. And I was kneeling in this water and just saying, one cup at a time, one cup at a time, one cup at a time. And that's all I could do. In a complete and utter emergency like that, I had to stop. And I had to think, What is one thing I can do? One small thing. I can't sit here and stare at it because I sit here and stare at it. It's just going to get worse. I can't stop the whole thing, but I've got to do something. Literally, imagine me sitting in an inch or two of water in my brand new house in this basement, and I'm just saying one cup at a time one cup at a time. And I would scoop the little cup and I would dump it into the big orange Home Depot bucket. And I would just scoop and scoop and scoop. And the next thing I know, I look over and that Home Depot bucket is halfway full. And then it's three quarters full. And then I have to pick it up, carry it, dump it out, bring it back and do it all over again. And what I realized was even as I was scooping that smaller cup, I could look at that smaller cup and say, I'm not doing anything. This isn't enough. And that's what I was beginning to say. I'm like, this isn't enough. This isn't going to happen fast enough. And then I'd look at that Home Depot bucket and I would think, okay, if I hadn't done all those little scoops, I never would have filled three quarters of that Home Depot bucket and been able to get that water out of this basement. And it was all because I did one cup at a time. And when we are able to do one small thing at a time, again, we can't do it all. But if you can do one small thing at a time, Eventually you will look back and you will have that snowball effect where you will start with one tiny snowflake You'll roll it into a little ball and then you'll keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it within the snow And as you push it in the snow more snow collects on top of it And that ball just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger Just as I was filling one small cup at a time dumping it into the bigger bucket That bigger bucket eventually got filled and it got filled because I took the time to fill that little cup over and over again And over again. So no ladies, we can't do everything, but we still can do something. It is the small steps that create forward progress. It is not the big giant quantum leaps that you think you're seeing people make in this world, because it might look like a big giant quantum leap, but you have no idea that the work that they've done day in and day out For years and years and years to create what looks like to you a big giant leap. But to them, it's trudging through mud. It's filling a cup with water. It's rolling a little snowball one step at a time. And realizing that that's how you get things done. Because we can't expect to do everything. We can't expect to do it all at once. I tried to do that just this last weekend. I was unpacking boxes and I was real excited to get the kids' playroom together. One of our rooms downstairs, yes, one of the rooms downstairs, our basement is gigantic, but the finished part of the basement is for the kids. Toy shelves, couch, the crappy couch went downstairs. It's a okay carpet. I don't care if it gets dirty. I don't care if it gets messy that's the kids area. I am also obsessed with organizing things. The kids toys in baskets, Transformers in one basket, Star Wars in one basket, Legos all together, arts and craft stuff, coloring books, crayons all together. I love organizing things. It brings me complete and utter joy. And I'd been, the kids, huh, when What we would do is we would bring boxes in from the garage and we would put them in their appropriate room. So what we were doing to start was because the kids were, we had packed up so much of their toys for so many months. They pretty much went without all of their toys. They had a select few for about seven months. They were very, very good. So all of a sudden, all these toys were coming back out that they hadn't seen in seven, eight months. And what happened was I had organized these boxes so beautifully and labeled them so beautifully that all of the sections of toys were still together in hopes that I would open them and just dump them into the the appropriate bucket. Not even thinking, Oh my God, we just, we were in such a rush. We threw their boxes downstairs, allowed them to open them. And there were just toys. Oh my God, guys, there were toys everywhere. It was giving me anxiety. So I was so super excited to just organize everything. And I basically spent Saturday and Sunday Organizing that room. It was like I was laser focused. I had blinders on it was all I could see was organizing that room well, what I did is I Took myself away from that one thing at a time and I was so focused on getting it done that weekend that I Wasn't eating I wasn't eating the right foods I was eating junk food because I wasn't eating and then I was really hungry. I wasn't spending quality time with my kids And when I was done or I needed a break, I didn't want to talk to anybody because I was so tired mentally and physically from unpacking and organizing that I really just wanted everybody to leave me alone. So it turned out that Sunday was a not pretty day for our family because I was pushing too hard and doing too much. I wasn't following my own rule of do one thing at a time. If I would have done one thing at a time and really taken my time, would their room be done downstairs? No. And that would have been okay. And I, but I couldn't take the blinders off enough to see that because I was just, I had tunnel vision to get this room done and it is beautiful. And I did sit down there on Sunday night and I was like, this looks good. It could have waited a week. The world wouldn't have ended had I waited a week to slow down and been able to enjoy the kids and not fight with them and not yell at them and not have to apologize because I was so mean and so cruel. And I said some really really bad things to my kids because I was frustrated and tired and I wasn't taking care of myself. Had I just slowed down and tried not to do it all, it would have worked out 10 times better. So yes, it feels good to accomplish things and cross things off that list, but not at the expense of my family, not at the expense of my own sanity and not at the expense of treating my family with the kindness and love that they deserve if I would have just taken the time to step back and slow down, it it would have been so much more beneficial. (sighs) All right. That was Amazon telling me I got a delivery, (laughs) but that is really all I have for today. Thank you guys so much for joining me. If you struggle, At all with trying to do it all, reach out to me, let me know. My mindfulness life coaching would be perfect for you, and I can help you become more self aware so that you can see those moments just like I did, even if it was after the fact. I'm able to catch myself so much more now in the moment of I need to take a break, I need to pull back, and it's okay if I don't finish this tonight. It's okay if this waits till tomorrow morning. It's okay if this waits a week and I miss that on Sunday. But what I do in the mindfulness life coaching is We work together to help bring you more self-awareness, to help you become aware of what it is that's going on in your life. What are your limiting beliefs? What is holding you back? What are the patterns that you are having in your life? And we help bring awareness to those so that you can then go ahead and start breaking those patterns and you can start recognizing them. And when you recognize them... That's when you're able to start making change. And that's what mindfulness is. Mindfulness is becoming aware of yourself, your surroundings, your feelings, your emotions. And it's not easy work. It is hard work and it does bring up a lot of emotions and it cannot, it doesn't always feel good. But it's leaning into those moments where it doesn't feel good, where the most growth comes. And when you become aware, that's when you can change and you stop repeating those patterns, those destructive patterns that are hurting you, hurting your family. Had I not been doing this work, I don't know if I would have recognized what happened on Sunday and I would have just been mad at everybody for getting on my nerves. But because I've done this work and... I'm still continuing to learn to be more self-aware, obviously. The journey never ends, but because I've done the work to become so self-aware about myself and my routines and my patterns and my limiting beliefs and the things that really throw me off, that I could look back and say, that's what I did. So that I can then make a plan for should I face this situation again? What can I do differently? And it helps me plan for the future. So if you feel like that would be something that would be beneficial for you, please reach out to me. You can send me a DM on Instagram. You can send me a message on Facebook. You can send me an email, uh, NikkiGingrich at gmail.com. I'm here to support you, to be here for you. And uh, thank you for listening. And thank you for being here along on my journey with me. Have an amazing, amazing day. And I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Thank you for joining me on the Stepping Up podcast. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on iTunes so that we can share this message with more and more people. Together, let's redefine what life as a working mom looks like and feels like. Until next time, have a great one.